0: Good morning. It's Tuesday, March 30th. I'm Duarte Giraldino.
1: And I'm Shamita Basu. This is Apple News Today. Each morning, hear about some of the most fascinating stories in the news and how the world's best journalists are covering them.
0: The prosecution and defense gave their opening statements in the murder trial of former police officer Derek Chauvin yesterday. You will learn that on May 25th, of 2020, Mr. Derek Chauvin betrayed this badge when he used excessive and unreasonable force upon the body of Mr. George Floyd. But when you review the actual evidence and when you hear the law and apply reason and common sense, there will only be one just verdict, and that is to find Mr. Chauvin not guilty. As you know, George Floyd's death was captured on video. In it, you see him laying on the street. Chauvin's knee is on his neck. And it seems like the whole world watched that gruesome clip. Now, Chauvin's murder trial is also playing out in front of cameras. This is gavel-to-gavel live coverage from a courthouse in Hennepin County. It's a first for Minnesota, which previously banned televising trials. This is a high-profile case. And... It's reigniting debate about the role of cameras in court.
1: One media scholar tells the BBC in any high-profile criminal trial, there is a court of law and a court of public opinion. And when a case is televised, these things can merge together. We saw that happen with the O.J. Simpson trial. It was broadcast live on Court TV, and the country was glued to it for months. This expert tells the BBC television had a huge impact on Simpson's trial. And to think that it won't have any impact on the Chauvin trial is naive.
0: Court TV argues, cameras are going to let people see how the legal process works for themselves. This is all about transparency.
1: And the judge in this case seems to agree with that idea. It was his call to allow cameras into the courtroom. He cited intense public interest in this trial, as well as the need to keep people from cramming inside during a pandemic.
0: Chauvin's team supported the move, but... The prosecution argued televising this trial could violate the privacy of witnesses, possibly make them less likely to testify, but the judge had the final word. And now the world can watch every moment of a case that history books may cite as a defining moment in American race relations. Transgender Americans and their families are worried about a new effort to restrict their access to school sports. After years of trying to legislate who can use bathrooms and attempts to ban puberty blocking treatments, Republicans in several states are now pushing bills to prohibit trans athletes from taking part in school sports. They're specifically targeting trans girls.
1: Dozens of similar bills are making their way through state houses. Just yesterday, South Dakota's governor issued executive orders to bar transgender athletes from girls' and women's school sports. Tennessee became the third state this month to pass restrictions on transgender athletes.
0: Vox has a broader look at these bills and says they're not based on science, but rather cultural attitudes and incorrect assumptions about human performance. This article points to an aggressive effort by conservative media to portray trans women as a threat to women's athletics in general. That effort gained steam in 2017. And as Vox explains, it all stems from this mistaken belief that transgender girls have an inherent physical advantage over their cisgender peers.
1: The article cites experts who say it's been shown that trans women who start hormonally transitioning begin to lose muscle as their testosterone levels drop. That rationale is what led the Olympics to decide trans women could compete if they've lowered their testosterone levels. The NCAA has had a similar hormone requirement in place for 10 years now.
0: Critics say this is a clear effort to portray trans athletes as launching a sort of takeover of women's sports. Vox, on the other hand, describes these laws as solutions in search of a problem. Vox points to the relatively low number of transgender women playing at the NCAA level and the fact that no transgender woman has ever qualified for an Olympic team.
1: Masha Gessen recently wrote about this in The New Yorker, and they said the argument to exclude trans girls from girls' athletics always focuses on assumptions about cisgender girls and their needs— Trans girls are left out of the conversation entirely. So are trans boys. Gessen argues legislation restricting trans athletes is not about protecting cisgender girls. It's about making transgender athletes invisible.
0: So the dislodging of that container ship in the Suez Canal had so many people relieved yesterday. This was a wild story to watch, but also a reminder of the complicated web of global shipping that makes it possible to buy all the stuff we want. But there's another container story you might have missed, and it could explain why you're still waiting on items you ordered from overseas.
1: Wired magazine reports on how those multicolored containers that you see stacked up on container ships – Those things are falling into the sea at alarming rates. And remember, they're holding lots of products that we buy. Vacuum cleaners, shoes, furniture. This article looks into what's driving the big jump in lost cargo.
0: Wired Magazine points out bad weather, plus a huge rise in shipping traffic to the U.S., are likely to blame. U.S. container imports went up by 30 percent in December, which led to a shortage of containers. That could mean worn-out containers are being used more often. Now, these older containers are more likely to have defects. Also, with more traffic, crews might be tired and stretched thin. That can lead to mistakes securing these containers. And finally, these ships are packed to the brim. There's not much room for error.
1: These packed container ships are more vulnerable to a rare but pretty scary phenomenon called parametric rolling. Now, you can read the full article for the science behind this, but just imagine that the container ship is the bottom of a pendulum, and the way that it interacts with the waves, it swings side to side, up to 40 degrees each way. So you can imagine when it's packed to the brim with these containers, some of those boxes are going overboard.
0: They're still investigating all the recent container losses, so we probably won't know the exact cause for months or even years, but... If you're wondering where that pair of shoes you ordered is, the answer might be at the bottom of the ocean.
1: Opening day for Major League Baseball is on Thursday. And this year, the league is on the lookout for pitchers who might be playing dirty. It's launching a CSI-style program to make sure that no one is doctoring the baseballs, smearing on stuff like pine tar to make them harder to hit. L.A. Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer was on HBO's Real Sports last year. He was calling for action, saying that tampering is a serious problem. That's a bigger advantage than steroids ever were. If you know how to manipulate it, you can make the ball do drastically different things from pitch to pitch at the same velocity.
0: The Wall Street Journal is reporting on how officials are going to be collecting these balls and analyzing them in special labs. They're also going to be crunching stats, looking for patterns, to see if there's evidence that pitchers are getting an unfair advantage by manipulating balls.
1: This used to be the kind of thing where everybody just looked the other way. Mostly, managers didn't call out the other team's pitchers because their players might be sneaking something sticky onto their own baseballs. But as the Journal reports, lately, MLB has come to believe that this kind of tampering is becoming more sinister, more organized. Bauer, that Dodgers player that we just heard from, estimated 70% of pitchers were doing it.
0: And you can't deny, pitchers are just dominating batters lately. These balls are coming in at higher speeds and spin rates than ever before. Strikeouts are at an all-time high. And remember, This is a game where the difference between winning and losing comes down to the invisible forces of physics. So now the league's bosses are sending pitchers a new message. We're watching you keep your baseballs clean.
1: You can find all these stories and more in the Apple News app.
0: And while you're there, check out some of our audio stories.
1: We'll talk with you again tomorrow.